We are starting off What If Sports here with Andy and Matt, and we are going to hope this turns into something huge and we can sell it for a lot of money, whatever. <laughs> All right, what we like to talk about, what we're going to talk about is stuff that, not just sports, because there's too much sports out there, and right now there's a no sports out there, Matt, but we're going to do the what ifs of sports. So if we're going to start off with a little introductions, me, the bad Andy, I'm from Florida. My favorite teams include Tampa Bay Lightning, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the uh, Tampa Bay Rays, the Orlando Magic, and the saddened and lonely Tampa Bay Vipers, who are, as of right now, no more. All right, and I'm Matt, and uh, I'm from Alabama, small town, and uh, my favorite teams are the Chicago Cubs. Uh, I follow pretty much all Chicago teams just because I don't want to jump across the country to see who I want to watch. Uh, and uh, but my fandom lies with the Cubs, and uh, of course, everyone loves Michael Jordan, so the Bulls are a good one for me as well. And uh, if the Bears can find someone other than Mitchell Trubisky to be their quarterback, I think I'll support <laughs> nope. them too. Nope, you're stuck with Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> <laughs> now, let me ask you, why Chicago? Are you any family from there? I, actually, I do have some family up in the Illinois area, but uh, that is not the reason. I have two uncles that are uh, I'm pretty close with that are. Big time Cubs fan. It just oh, it just happened. It just happened. I mean, it sticks. I mean, it's why I became a Gator fan. I forgot to mention the Gators, but you know, my grandpa went to Florida, and uh, and orange looks really good on me. I mean, so <laughs> it was just easy. Um, you know, all praises to Tim Tebow. So, but which brings me to a topic that I've been wanting to talk about, and I've been saving it for the start of this podcast: the athletes that never became. Now, Tim Tebow did have a chance. He had a shot. But then Peyton Manning came around and Ruined. blew it. Now, I personally believe the Broncos messed up by not keeping Tim Tebow. But then Tim Tebow, he had a chance to go to Jacksonville and be the star. But he decided to go to the Jets for some reason. I don't know why anybody chooses to go to the Jets, but he did. <laughs> so that's my my big star that, that could have been amazing. Now, granted, he's – you can text me now? Jeez. But I, I just, ah, oh man, it stinks that he never got there. I mean, he, I've been to his baseball games. He still sells out minor league games. He sells out everything he touches. Everything who he doesn't touches. love Tebow? I mean, Jesus loves him. I'm so an Alabama much. fan, and I love Tim Tebow. I didn't back <laughs> when he played at Florida. I hated him when he played you. It's the only time we could ever guarantee victories over you guys. So who's your player? Who, who never got that chance based on injury or just the program he went to? Truthfully, I feel like, and this is crazy because he is a star uh, in the NBA right now, but I feel like Kyrie Irving. Yeah. LeBron stunted him. He got buried. I feel like. Uh, he, got, he got John Cena. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, and of course, you can't blame Cleveland. That brought him a championship. Uh, that's what they wanted to do. Uh, but Kyrie is that almost alpha mindset that he needs to be in charge. Is he in the Celtics right now? No, he's Still? at Brooklyn. That's right. He Brooklyn. left the Celtics. He joined up he with got buried, He got buried in the Celtics he by did. a guy who was injured <laughs> 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 and no one else. And, uh, and you know, maybe that's oh, because crazy. maybe he didn't have the talent to be that guy. But as far as a ball handler and somebody that I just would trust with a game on the line, Kyrie's my guy. Is he is he the current Derrick Rose? The, oh, still a big name. Let's let's wait until he's completely out before we shut him out. 
uh, well, they, they do have some similarities. Uh, neither one of them can finish a full season. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Derek Rose. Uh, and uh, I, oh man, Derek Rose, he is. He should be who my biggest what if would be. Should because he's with Chicago. He's Twenty-two MVP, youngest MVP in NBA uh, history. Uh, uh, just went downhill from there. Then blows out his knee, blows out his other knee. Those guys put a lot of pressure. And you don't realize this until you go and you play one game of basketball and the next day you're like, I can't move. <laughs> yeah. Like these guys play a lot of games, which I think a lot of them are actually excited about this whole thing going on because now they're like, hey, let's shorten up the season. LeBron right. added about 10 years to his career because of this. Right. Uh, I'm all taking this time off. <laughs> this would this would be <laughs> – this is the 2004-2005 Spurs dream of sitting out this long that with Tim Duncan, right. uh, Tony Parker, and Manu Ginobili. Well, this is the Popovich method. The Popovich method. Just sit them all out and don't play <laughs> the unimportant games. We're going to get to the playoffs and everybody's going to be fresh. Then we'll be good. We'll, <laughs> the take, whole we'll take an eight seed. So one of the other ones, talking about basketball – that I feel like is doing great somewhere else, but the NBA missed out on a chance, is Jimmer Fredette. Oh. Now, all my BYU fans know Jimmer Fredette, and a lot of good basketball fans know Jimmer Fredette, and a lot of college fans know him because he destroyed the game with college. He was you know, ranked one of the top players because he could hit a shot from anywhere on the court. And he did. He won, he won games by himself. Steph Curry range before it was Steph Curry range. He was, he was Steph before Steph, but Steph – just had more of a following when as soon as he got out and he made it. And th- the Warriors played him. That was the difference. The Kings never played him. and doesn't hurt that he had Dale Curry for a father either. Yeah, <laughs> he kind of had the – and he had the teammates. He didn't – Fredette didn't have the teammates in the, at the Kings. And that, that hurt him because he was by himself. Turn my phone down before it rings again. Bothering me. Now, the other one I was thinking about, old Matt – is Jabari Parker. Oh, now, true yeah. basketball fans know who Jabari Parker is, and a lot of a lot of my members of the Church of Jesus Christ peeps know who he is because he was a very popular Mormon in high school who came into the NBA, who came into college, went to Duke, destroyed it at Duke. Was he was the next LeBron James? I, I remember that on the ESPN magazine, the next LeBron James. Yes, he was injury. Done. ACL wasn't. It? I think that was the I first one happened. he had. That was he big is. He's not on the Bucks anymore. Where did he go? Because he got drafted by Milwaukee. Oh, he's traveled. I'm not sure where. Google he it. Right <laughs> Jabari Parker is. I mean, man, I, I remember watching highlights of him and just thinking, this guy's going to be just, just so Wizards, dominant. But... Sacramento Kings. Wow. Wow. But yeah, back in 2014, he was the guy. Oh, hey, he's Still from he's from Chicago. Huh. You should like him more. Well, he did. <laughs> I believe the Bulls actually had him for a little while. Hey, yeah, they might have. But it's crazy because there's two aspects that go into a guy not doing good. One, an injury can sideline him, and then especially if there's that guy waiting to take his spot, or he just goes into the wrong team. Oh, yes, they do. Because how many times have we seen a guy do great, go to another team, and do nothing? You know who's a good example of that? Tell me. Reggie Bush. When he first yeah. went to the Saints. Oh, gosh. He was buried. They had too many ah. good running backs. I believe Deuce McAllister was still there. That, I mean, they, they just had too much 
ahead of him. Yeah. He didn't help that they cheated in college, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, money's different than yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but poor uh, guy. He um, he had an opportunity to be Alvin Kamara before Alvin Kamara was. Yeah, he's uh, just he that all right, or Christian McCaffrey because you know he just signed that big forty million dollar. Did he finally? Sign? I didn't know he signed yet. That's good. Uh, well, so it sucks for my Buccaneers, but it's good for him. He uh, he got a huge deal. I think thirty-eight million guaranteed. Oh, Reggie Bush, and then he went. Where's he at now? Who is that? Reggie? Ah, uh, he's retired. Oh, he's, he's retired. Out of the league now. Yeah, that's true. He he made a name for like his last season. He started doing something. He did. He had a really big late career push. Yeah, I'm guessing he just didn't get the contract he wanted, or he just realized, hey, I got my money, I'm done. What happened to him? He started dating a Kardashian. Oh, that'll do it. Jeez. That ends Dang. careers. Well, I'll tell you what. Name an athlete that wasn't ruined by a Kardashian. <laughs> Poor guys. All right, so we got your you got your teams, your Chicago teams. And I got my Florida teams. Pretty much if they're in Florida, minus the Dolphins or the Jaguars or the Heat, I'll root for them. And Obviously, the, I'm an Alabama fan. And the, the Canes and the Seminoles. Yeah. I went to a Seminoles game. I'm not making this up. I went to a Seminoles game. Halfway through the game, I was rooting for the other team. <laughs> was Jameis the quarterback? <laughs> no. No, because then that other team would have won. Because <laughs> he'd have thrown it to them. But, all right. So, what team of yours, if you were the GM, you're bringing someone in, but they can't be from that sport? Oh, boy. Uh, well, I think... If I could bring any athlete to Chicago that's going to just make them explode, I'm putting Mike Trout on the Bears' defense. On the Bears' defense? What position, though? Linebacker. Linebacker? Uh, I know they've got some solid middle linebackers right now mm-hmm. with Roquan Smith. and uh, Danny Trevathan may have ended up leaving them this year. Uh, but you put Mike Trout on that defense, you're selling out. Mike Trout. People are gonna want to watch Mike Trout tackle some guys, uh, and he's he's tough enough that and smart enough that you think he, he knows how to tackle. And people forget he is still six four two fifty. I mean he's a big Shoot, guy. Defensive insides almost. <laughs> Dang. Well, let me tell you this. Let me hear this one out. Okay, so right now, I mean, if I was the Buccaneers, I'd say bring Tom Brady in. But hey, magic just happened, and that that's happening. Uh, our basketball team, I just don't think there's anybody that can help the Magic. Huh. And the Rays, I'm, until they figure out this whole thing, they ain't going to fix nothing. This whole little, we're going to play half our season in Montreal, and you're going to lose half your fans. But hear this one out. My Tampa Bay Lightning are one of the best offenses in the game. Where we struggle is our defense. And I know hockey's a little, not a lot of people know hockey. But the one thing we're not good at doing is stopping the guys from shooting the puck. We have an amazing goalie, but you're going to get shot on 40 times. You're going to get a couple of them past you. I would take someone like Stipe Miocic. Ooh, that'd be fun. Put pads on him, teach him to skate, and like, look, you ain't got to worry about your stick. Just go hit the guys. What are they going to do, fight you? Go without the stick. You don't <laughs> need it. <laughs> yeah, they let him play without They Give him one of them little hand ones just so he can say he has a stick, one of them little kid ones. And just give him a stick. And then he he would just destroy anybody because that's all we need is we need someone down there in the defensive zone that when they're like, yes, I'm on a breakaway. Ah, crap. I got Steve Miocic waiting on me. 
I don't want to go there because you know he's going to hit me. And I just, man, I just, I couldn't imagine having a defensive player who is willing to hit anybody and fight anybody if it came down to it. Because let's face it, that's the best part about hockey. Oh, you guys have a problem? Hey, fight it out real quick. We'll let you sit on the bench for five minutes, rest up, and then you can come back out. That should be implemented in all the sports. That would be fun. be awesome. I did watch a video the other day, and uh, maybe one of the bigger what-if stories uh, I would feel like is uh, Brock Lesnar's football career. Oh, gosh. You know why he's not in football? Wrestling pays better. (laughs) He was too violent. I could see. They actually said, I remember reading that article, why he didn't. He Brock Lesnar was too violent. And not in like a good way violent. Not a Brian Urlacher violent. A, a he hit guys wrong and on purpose because he was trying to be, ag- I mean, just like he is in wrestling. He's The UFC was the only good sport for him because he could go out there and hurt people on purpose, even though he's not good at it. <laughs> he did good against the... He did good against the 210-pound heavyweights, but once they hit 230 and they could punch back, he did horrible. Once he found Cain Velasquez. (laughs) Once Cain Velasquez. If you look at Cain Velasquez, it's like, how is this guy a fighter? He looks like a guy who ate too much, you know, because his body is just – you look at Cain Velasquez because when he came to the WWE for a week or two, it's like you look at him like, wow, he's he's not that big compared to all these other guys. But Cain just nailed him. Just got him. Well, Brock Lesnar looks like he's chiseled out of a rock. Poor <laughs> so Brock Lesnar. He's just a huge human being. But uh, Cain Velasquez, he had an advantage. He knew how to fight. <laughs> yeah, weird. Weird. I mean, that's the story of most sports, especially against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Normally, it's the team that knows how to play beats them, even though we've had athletes, athletes galore. Well, Jameis Winston is oh a talent. Oh, my gosh. Let's stop talking about Jameis Winston but, uh, already. He was never going to develop because, well, he would rather go to Publix and get some crab legs. Can I get them crab? You ain't had Publix crab legs, though. <laughs> That's Everyone making fun of Jameis Winston for the crab legs. The only time I'll defend him because y'all ain't had Publix crab legs. Straight from the ocean. I don't like crab legs. I'll eat Publix crab I'll steal Publix crab legs. <laughs> but the p- problem is, if you ever watched him play, you know he didn't run very fast away from him. I heard this. I ain't making this up. I saw this article today where someone was showed a video of James Winston working out, and he had his Bucks gear on. And someone was like, yeah, he's coming back. He's going to be a backup. One, none of us want him as our backup. Two, someone was like, oh, well, yeah, they're just going to use him as like a Taysom Hill type person. Well, someone said it before I could. No, because Taysom Hill's an athlete. Jameis Winston is a quarterback, a not very good one, but he is a quarterback. He's got a powerful arm, and he could make good decisions, but he makes poor decisions, and his accuracy is horrible. And I'm not sure if that's from his vision or he's just not accurate, okay? (laughs) So, but they're like, oh, he'll come back as a Taysom Hill. Have y'all watched Taysom Hill play? The guy can talk about a guy that didn't do very good in college, you know, kept getting hurt. And then goes and he is a star. You won't watch a game without someone comparing him. Oh, he's not Taysom Hill. I mean, games that aren't being played by Taysom Hill are being talked about of Taysom Hill. And they're like, oh, Jameis Winston, he's going to play him like Taysom Hill. Jameis Winston, I could beat Jameis Winston in a foot race. You've watched (laughs) him run. And I don't don't even want to assume he can catch because his hands are just – I mean, maybe that's why he wears receiver gloves when he throws the ball. It's because he cannot catch. You know, uh, you know what I'd do with Jameis Winston. Going back to our earlier conversation, 
he could be my crossover Ooh. sports guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. He he would be great on any on the Cardinals. You know why? You know why? You know why he'd be a good pitcher. Why he was a good pitcher? Because he's so good at not throwing it at the guy that that's why he throws it about a foot throw a or two away. He, he throws throw a strike because he's not throwing it at the guy. That's that's Jameis Winston for you. And you know what? Yeah, he's a great personality. He's a positive guy. But when you watch him play, he wasn't a leader. No. And that's why Jameis Winston just. Right off the map. It's because he wasn't a leader. He was kind of odd. And he couldn't throw the ball. But yeah, shoot. I'd take him on my baseball team any day. Me too. Put him on the Rays. I'm not sure why the Rays haven't called him like, hey, you don't have a job. But you're still under contract to play baseball. We'll trade for you. You Come pitch for us. I'd root root for him in baseball. I'd root for him not on the Cubs. (laughs) I mean, hey, come to the Rays. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to make you really good and then trade you away. That's what we do. That's what the Rays do with hey, our pitchers. We'll, we'll make you into an all-star. John Matt, Joe Madden will pick him up and – let's call him John Madden. Joe Madden <laughs> pick him up and do good. No, John Madden, John Madden couldn't help him in football. No, gosh. <laughs> John Madden. But uh, Joe Madden, he'd have a shot. Joe Madden would be able to do something from him. Which brings me to the next point. If you could remove someone from a team or from a league even, who would it be and why? Ah, well, we had briefly discussed this before. Most of these topics we have briefly discussed before. That's why the podcast came about. (laughs) uh, I'm going a little off on this one. Okay. We've talked about him already. Okay. I'm taking Brock Lesnar away from the WWE. Away from the WWE, okay. Because I feel like he has stunned so many people. Uh, And uh, Bobby Lashley will Mm -hmm. never be what he could be. Bobby Lashley should have beaten him. And, uh, Never got a chance to go against him because of. I mean, Roman Reigns may actually be a champion oh, by now. If it... <laughs> oh, keep the title. <laughs> and then uh, Braun Strowman, obviously, uh, mm. he's one of one of the guys that should be an it guy for the WWE. I by the way, like. super nice guy, Braun Strowman. Never met him, but I've seen a lot of the videos of him out in public with the public. Man, he's a good guy. Watched him during baseball games and everything else, and. Uh, it seems like one of the best people, uh, oh, yeah. opposite of Brock Lesnar. <laughs> right. Who is super mean to people. Uh, we talked about this. You talked, told me about that, uh, Uber driver or whatever, that the driver of his who pretty much he told, don't talk to me. I'll kill you. <laughs> yep. yep. Pretty, pretty much. If you talk to me, you're going to lose your job. <laughs> the only people who really like Brock Lesnar are wrestling fans who, Purposely root for the bad guy. That's right. Which they exist. Where's Paul Heyman? I mean, that's that's why John Cena was so good at what he did because he made wrestlers popular. He did. Kevin Owens is as popular as he is because he went against John Cena. No one really knew Kevin Owens except for the NXT fans. Oh, here's John Cena. Okay, boom. Who who's the first guy Brock Lesnar faced when he came back? John Cena. John Cena. Because. They're like, oh, we got to make them. We got to make people at least want to root for him. So how do we make him the ultimate bad guy and gain fans? Put him against John Cena, and John Cena's okay with that. You know why? Because John Cena's a billionaire. <laughs> yeah, you can't see John Cena, and and he looks like John Cena. <laughs> That's uh, he's he's in the he's a movie man now, so he, he doesn't have to worry about oh, WWE man. as much. But and he's doing his, so good in movies. His Firefly Funhouse with Bray oh, Wise though was fantastic. That was a good match. 
it was weird, but it was <laughs> it was interesting. Two good actors is what that, that was. was yep. mm-hmm. For a show that had no audience, they made a good show. That's what they did with that. Also, uh, on that same subject, Undertaker and AJ Styles, mm. great show. Uh-huh. It, they were able to cover up anything that Undertaker may have How not been able wrestling? to do. That's what if sports for you. <laughs> Start with baseball, talking about trout on the bears, and oh, we're talking about wrestling now. Now, who is your athlete that you oh, would take man. away and why? Who would I take away? See, this is where it's tough. I, I, I used to think oh, God, I'd take LeBron James out of basketball, even it out, but then someone else would take his spot. So I think personally, and it's I used to love the UFC until one person came into it, and that's Conor McGregor. Oh, boy. I, I get it. He's a great fighter, but just like Brock Lesnar is a great wrestler. Well, actually, sorry, he's not. If you watch his matches, <laughs> he suplexed a guy and then does his finisher. But Conor McGregor, here's the, the hypocrisy of the UFC. They post all these videos of, oh, look at these good sportsmen. These, oh, he's a good sport. Look at him shake his hand. Oh, he's not punching him anymore because he knows he's unconscious. And then you have Conor McGregor who constantly mocks people, doesn't show up, gets an opportunity to coach on the ultimate fighter and doesn't coach anybody just runs his mouth the whole time. It's a he's poor sport. He's, I mean, yeah, he's a great fighter. I'm never going to take that away from me. He could beat me up without even, I get scared and wet my pants, <laughs> but I think he's ruined the UFC. He's turned it into the WWE, which is why I think he would be perfect. He'd be a great cruiserweight champion, but that's as far as it would go. Cause he's not very big. He's a, I think he walks around at 205. Well, I guess, yeah, Daniel Bryan's like 215. He would be a great villain, but he would have to have a stable. I don't think Vince McMahon could pay him enough, to be honest. Oh, no. Because if he doesn't get that paycheck, he, he doesn't care. And that's the difference between guys like Chuck Liddell, Forrest Griffin, Stephen Bonner, those guys who fought because they loved the sport, and Conor McGregor, who's like, I want to get paid. Well, Don. even Khabib nowadays, he doesn't, outside of recently, typically doesn't duck a fight. But uh, with the COVID-19 going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> COVID-19, to Brad. Uh. <laughs> oh, poor sports, suffering so bad. You know, when this whole thing started, I just thought to myself, yeah, all these guys are going to see you. We don't need them. Day two into it. Oh, I miss sports. What's on the Ocho? That's right. What's on? You know what I watch? And then I watch dodgeball that's great i watched dodgeball in the ojo it was usa versus canada we lost well the other day when we were out for lunch we stood and watched uh penn state and michigan we, playing we, each other we watched an old game two teams i do not like i, I could <laughs> couldn't care less about either one of those but i watched it <laughs> I, I knew the score but i watched it anyways oh man what if sports what if what do you want to hear about what if what who's your who's your guy who's your person that you would bring from another sport like we've we talked about I think some of our other ideas were like uh, simply bringing a guy in just for the name like bringing LeBron James as a tight end Take would just, the Cowboys would just he'd make millions. yeah he'd make mil- he'd make millions and the Cowboys would make millions I mean if I'm a team like the Buccaneers or the Rays or the Magic all of my teams that struggle keeping a fan base who would I bring in. To, to make them good. And I don't know why the Buccaneers never called Tim Tebow. I don't know why the Rays never called Tim Tebow. I don't know why the Magic never called anybody of name. We have such a, a – ma- we get good guys after, like Vince Carter and Rashad Lewis, when they're on their downside. But, well, man. You did have Shaq. We least. had Shaq at the beginning, but then we wouldn't keep him. I don't know why. 
Well, he could market himself, and he uh, did so well. He did so good. In uh, L.A., better than anybody. <laughs> uh, yeah. Kobe, I read something that Kobe said, if Shaq would have stayed with Kobe, they'd have won 10, 15 rings. Oh, I agree. And I don't deny it because because that's the other thing about things like basketball is that's their – like you can't just have five offensive players. You have to have a defensive player, which is why Corey Brewer from the Florida was one of my favorite players because Mr. You, you throw him on defense, he can guard any. He he stood up against LeBron James and held him to only thirty points. <laughs> you know, because that's what a good defensive player does. He takes a guy, cuts his numbers in half. That's. One thing that Shaq and Kobe did really well is they complimented each other. Uh-huh. Shaq had a carefree attitude. He was going to show up beginning of the season 300-plus pounds, out of shape. Kobe was going to have never taken a day off mm. at any point in time. No. And uh, he was going to work Shaq into shape, and Shaq was going to make sure that L.A. stayed fun. Uh, yeah, which is funny because Kobe is not about having fun. No. Like, he'll have fun outside, but inside uh, – the best thing for Kobe, Kobe was him retiring. R.I.P. Kobe. Yeah, especially with the new team coming in. Uh, because he seemed like such a different person mm-hmm. after he retired. Like, I liked watching Kobe play. I loved post-retirement Kobe. Right. Like, I don't. I never liked the Lakers, but man, I don't see how you don't respect everything about Kobe and what he did. Like. Someone that I would love watching Kobe and Jordan go together in their prime against each other. On the oh, same yeah. team, they wouldn't exist. No. Because they were very close to the same player of give me the ball. Uh, well, Kobe but, has admitted in the past he copied Jordan in a lot of ways. But tell, tell me this. Who had more on their team? See, <laughs> Kobe only had Shaq and Gasol at most. Jordan had it, Pippen, Rodman. Uh, freaking! I'm forgetting the name of the center that they had. Big old dude. Gosh, what was his name? You're not talking about Luke Langley, are you? Is that he it? He was one it? of they. They rotated through centers that, and point guards because they had Ron Harper at one point. Right. Steve Kerr, of course. Uh, who is the? Other maybe guy? they had the same amount. Maybe they both had those two big guys. But maybe that that shows it though. That shows it though. The shooting guard had. Defensive players that back them up. And some guys that could hit three. And some guys that could hit three. You stand out there. I'll get you the ball. These other two guys, go get rebounds. I'll do the rest. Although, arguably the best Lakers team to never win a title uh, in terms of just star power, you had Shaq, you mm-hmm. had Kobe, mm-hmm. Steve Nash, mm-hmm. and Carl Malone. Oh, my gosh. I forgot. Was no, Carl? Gary Payton. I am about to say, Gary Carl Payton. Malone a Laker? Gary Payton and Carl, Gary Payton and Carl Malone. Carl Malone, his he last, was a Laker? yep, mm-hmm. wow, very I mean, end of his career. I'm sorry about Steve Nash. He was a later addition to uh, the Lakers. A lot of guys give up on the Jazz because they're good enough to keep a fan base, not good enough <clears> to <throat> anything. You know, and that brings something up because you know you got teams moving all the time, except for baseball. Baseball tends to stay the same, and and, and uh, basketball tends to stay the same. But you got football teams moving from St. Louis to where? Los Angeles. The Raiders moved from there to Vegas. The Chargers moved from San Diego to L.A. So now L.A., who couldn't keep a team 20 years ago, now has 
Well, the, I guess it was like 30 years ago now. Gosh, it's 2020. The reason the Rams were in St. Louis to begin with. Yeah, because they <laughs> left L.A. So now there's two teams in, in L.A., and they're already talking that they don't have the fan base to maintain two teams. Tell yeah. me why. Because if, if, if it's me, and I do this on Madden franchise all the time. We discuss. We both play Madden. When I get a team, I move every time to Salt Lake City. Because why don't, why don't they have a team? Name another city that would be better. Because the only other one I can think of is maybe like Portland, Oregon. So name name a city you would bring a, an NFL team to. Because I think basketball is pretty spread out pretty well. As far the NFL has done a good job in terms of some of your smaller markets keeping teams pretty well. Uh, like, well, I say smaller markets, but like Seattle, whenever the Sonics left them for basketball. Yeah. That was huge. Mm. And then they moved to Oklahoma City. Uh, to a smaller Market. Because I, they decided small market was the way to go. <laughs> the only reason Orlando still has a team. Uh, I truly don't know. I mean, obviously, one of the two options that they've talked about has been London or Mexico City. And uh, either one of those, I feel like they would have an entire country of support. Oh, yeah. And uh, which is, you know, basically the size of the state if you're talking about. England. Although most <laughs> European fans are Buccaneer fans because the Glaciers own Manchester United, ah, did which is know. where a lot of their money goes, not yeah. into the Buccaneers. Did for Tom Brady. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that was the best thing about it. All right. Well, hey, we appreciate you guys listening. Let us know your what ifs. Let us know what you think we can improve on. And uh, go Tom Brady. Go Cubs. Yay.